This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Episode 219, Channel Attitude, Russo's brand. What a pleasure and honor it is to be here with you all. So excited that you're here on Russo's brand. Bros and babes, I want to remind you to check out Goldie with a Y Locksband.com. Check out our touring schedule. If we are anywhere near you, please come say hello. You know how much I would love to give you a hug, take a selfie. Do whatever we got to do to get down and dirty and show a little brand camaraderie and love. We've got a special guest for you, uh, this, this pod. And I appreciate you tuning in every week, just like nobody's business. I met this woman uh, in uh, Gulfport, Mississippi. Didn't know that she was an artist. Didn't know that she'd been on The Voice. Didn't know that she'd been on all of this amazing TV and done all these great things. She was so humble and so kind. She's beautiful. So anytime I can bring some hot chick on the on the program, you know that I'm going to do that. She's cool. She's talented. She's a singer-songwriter. She's got a set of pipes on her. She writes real songs that a lot of people can identify with and that completely hit home. So without further ado, let's do a, a, a warm channel attitude. Welcome to Miss Carrie Lane. Yay! Here she is. Miss Carrie Lane. It's not Laney. It's Lane. Even though it's a little <laughs> tricky. It's a little tricky with the spelling, though. It is. It is. I got a chance to meet this artist in, was it Bloxy, Mississippi, or Ocean Springs, or Gulfport? Gulfport, oh. I think, is where we actually met. And this woman was so gracious and so kind to me and complimentary of me and the band. And then I find out she is an artist in her own right. And not only an artist, but she's been on like shows like The Voice. And I just went and watched, and that was... Was it 2014 that you were on? What year was it? It was. It was 2014. So that's like almost, that's like nine years ago. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> so we're going to talk about like what was before that, what led up to that, what that was like, where you are now, what you're doing. You're, uh, you're not a single mom. You got a, you got some help. You got a good man in your life. I do. I do. You're, you're a mom. You're a so many things. Like, let's talk about your career. Bring us up to speed on who you are and where you come from and girl, where you're going. I'm so happy to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. That so- makes my whole day because when I met you, I was just enjoying a day out with my mother-in-law and my kids. And you were first of all, so incredible. Aww. You were so talented. Second of all, the way you treated your band and the way they treat you as another musician, that says a lot. Like, really? No, what, what did it, you think? At any given time, girl, we're one one moment away from beating the shit out of each other. Oh, I know that. I know that dynamic. But I, I also see how much you care about them and how you check on them. And you all work together really well. You can wow. tell. It's like a, it's a family dynamic. You can tell that. and I, But I love that. But also... How you treated all your fans and everybody, you took 
a picture with every single last person. And then there's a guy I know, Gene, who has spayed photography. He was there taking pictures. And you pulled his daughter on stage, who is learning photography, and let her take pictures. And I know that's probably long-winded, but you won me over with all that. Like, I'm a fan for life. Just how you treat everybody around you speaks volumes. It well, really does. Thank you. You caught me on a good day because, girl, I can be something to be reckoned with. And it's hey, you. We all can. We it's, have, to, as women in this business, we have to be some days, you know? That's, that's it's true. Just part of it. And that's the other thing, and having followed you now, is I love how candid and honest you are about being a woman in this industry. Because people need to know that. How has that been for you? Because I can't really. I can't really talk to anybody about that. I don't really play that card with anybody because I don't want law of attraction bringing more of it. But I, I did agree. have I did have um, coffee this morning, tea with uh, an industry uh, colleague of mine, good friend, dear friend, and you know he's one of the only people I can count on one hand that isn't like just always dangling. A, do you know what I'm talking about? The carrot dangling. Can I tell I you how freaking pissy? This carrot dangling of bros and babes, if you're listening to this on Russo's brand, you know, people that are watching you right now, they're just seeing like this beautiful girl, beautiful woman, but they would be respectful. I think most of the guys on this platform are so respectful to me, but guys, why do you think I love you all so much is because so many other people, they're constantly like kind of alluding to a promise like oh we'll get you on an opening slot or I can do this for you I can do that for you and there's always in the back not even the back it's in the forefront of like oh, if completely. you do this for me and it's like you know there is just enough punani in the world that you don't need mine you know what I'm saying exactly like, I one of the songs and it's not the song I'm gonna lead with it's not gonna be my first single that I release off the EP but I wrote a song exactly about that um and it is on this ep that i'm gonna release and it's called balls and the whole premise is uh it's the the hook is those aren't just breasts they're on my chest being a girl takes balls and it's about like i can i can be anything from a rock star to a mom to i can do it all and just because i'm a woman doesn't mean i can't do it all because i had um one guy told me that I couldn't be a mom and be a rock star. And I said, well, you're wrong. You're wrong. Yes, I can. And then I had another guy who just with the carrot dangling, he um, booked me for a gig with uh, this artist that he was working with. He needed me for background vocals and just a female vocalist, just to give them a break on stage. So I turned down some, pretty big paying gigs like some Mardi Gras balls and stuff like that like you know those pay a lot um months in advance you know we booked this he goes to me the day before and didn't send me my travel itinerary or anything now do you think he'd have done that to a man and kept him just on the hook that long until the day before oh it still makes it was a few years ago and that still makes me mad you know because it they, just is such a you you hit the nail on the head dangling the carrot. That yeah, is you said it. you said that you you said um, the big the key thing is would you do that to uh, a man? And it's like 
the the kind of um, I've got all of these friends who are huge stars that run their band that it would be very easy for them to just throw us on one or six or 12 openers that make complete sense in territories that they probably could use a little help. So, you know what I mean? We're strong in those territories, female front, they're dude guys. It's no big deal. No competition. And, and it's like the stuff that they send me, the, the texts, the emails, the DMS, it's like, would you ever, send that kind of bullshit to a guy and it's and and they think that it's gonna be and guys listen to me if you're listening to this right now like and we do this on patreon on the tub talks like do not send or solicit a woman or man well men are different they're just horny all the time gay guys (laughs) but a, a, a woman don't send something to them that is unsolicited, that you'll know what if a woman uh-huh. wants to see a picture of your cockadoodle do. You'll know what if a, a woman wants Amen. to see a, a photo of you. Like, don't just go firing that stuff off without... I without... promise, if we want to see it, we'll ask for it. Oh, yeah! Or we'll... I mean, 100%. Send, or you'll get a little something-something here, and I'll show you mine if you'll show me Bingo. yours Bingo. or something, but like... I remember a guy on Match.com who was just weird as and his way of saying I care about you after he was screaming at me, he was violent on the phone. And I'm like, I'm going to block was before you could block people. I would have to just change my phone number, which I changed nine or ten times a year. I would change my phone number, which is hard as an entertainer. This guy was so violent, Carrie. And I was just like, I don't want anything to do with him. Well, I finally just stopped talking to him. And then I get this picture of this like bloody looking penis. It was all swollen and black and blue. It looked like blood vessels had, it it looked like a piece of raw meat that you passed (laughs) on at the supermarket. And he sent me this horrible penis picture, this terrible dick pic. And he said, I wanted you to see what you mean to me. Wow. Yeah. No words. Like, (laughs) I mean, I don't know exactly what you would say to that. Other than, <laughs> like, yeah. So it's, it is interesting in our business, the carrot dangling and, you know, guys, if you could take anything home from that little promo that we just cut, as we say in wrestling business, we cut a promo. It's, you know, wait, less is more. Wait until you're invited, lean into the kiss a little bit. You know, you don't need to just slobber dobber. Let the woman come to you, you let the woman come to you. And guys, if we are a female entertainer, like you don't need to be just book us. We'll do a really good job. We'll just do a great job. And that, and that's where the buck stops. So when did you music... go ahead? You don't, you don't have, there's nothing extra you have to do for us as women. We do the same thing that men do. We just look a lot prettier doing it. And you've always looked pretty. You've been a cute kid since the, since the get-go, who got you into music? Who inspired you? I know you love Dolly Parton. Oh, I do. Is that um, who you were listening always, to? That's what, what I always tell people. I, I had two goals. One was to be, from the time I was a toddler, either to be Dolly Parton or Vanna White. And Vanna White still hasn't retired, so, you know. <laughs> but, no, I um I listened to Dolly Parton. My papa used to listen to Hank Williams Records and Yodel. Uh <sighs> My grandmother used to listen to Porgy and Bess and play opera. So I feel like I got I got a little bit of this, that, and the other. And 
I decided at 14, I wanted to pick up guitar because I wanted to be able to write and I didn't want to have to depend on people if I wanted to play a gig, you know, finding somebody who was dependable all the time. I wanted to at least be able to accompany myself if I needed to. So I wound up kind of teaching myself how to play guitar and uh, started writing not long after that. Um, I got married and had my first kid and then we wound up moving to Wyoming for work and not a whole lot of music up there. What the people there love it though. They, you know, there's a great scene because I guess because it's not so saturated, they really appreciate it. But I posted a video while I lived up there and some, I guess, casting agency for The Voice found that. What? reached out to me and I, I thought, I was like, okay, real funny joke. Who is this from back home sending me this email? And turns out it wasn't uh, a fake. It was real. And I started that whole process. And with The Voice, there's a lot of auditions before what you see on TV. It's it's the saying, and you you know this. Nothing is as seen on TV. It's it's a lot different, you know. Um, but I went through that whole whole process. I actually was supposed to be on the season prior, okay. but you know the format of the show. They have teams, and they pick so many people. I was mic'd up in wardrobe, ready to hit the stage, and the last spot filled up. So they invited me to to do the process again for the next season. So I did the next season and that's the season that I, I wound up on. And I had a four chair turn and I wound up on I Adam Levine's that. team. And I will say he made no advances towards me. He was nothing but a gentleman. I know he's been through the ringer. So, but uh, it was, it was a great experience. And like, I think the best thing out of the voice that I got, I mean, besides growing my, my platform online and, and my reach with fans, you know, you reach so many, you know, you reach millions of people when you are on network television like that. But the, the next best thing, if not right up there with it, were all the other artists that I've stayed in touch with and become really close with and worked with. Like I've recorded a duet with an artist from my season and did his background vocals. I rang in a girlfriend's dirty 30 out in Vegas, a bunch of us who were on the show and we've all kept in touch. You know, that, that was maybe one of the coolest parts of the whole experience. Um, And then I guess fast forward past that, I moved back South after that, I moved to Alabama and then Mississippi um, divorced the first one met a beautiful man and remarried and started over <laughs> okay um and we have two little girls and then my oldest is he's graduating this year what so, yeah i have a senior a kindergartner and almost uh pre-k <laughs> we will talk about that but let's go back to the voice. Let's talk okay. a little bit about that. Let's talk about you had good things to say about Adam Levine. What what take home as a coach did you bring home with you from Adam and all of his wisdom and time in the entertainment business? What are some nuggets that you can share with us that he taught you? I think the best advice I got from Adam Levine is stay true to yourself. Don't get too in your, in your head about things. And he literally, you know, after my time was over, 
you know, they're not really supposed to, it looks like we converse a lot on there, but they're on a short leash. They can't converse with us a whole lot. It's not allowed. Um, But he made a point to come and see me and talk to me and say, just remember this is, can I curse on here? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a paid platform. Okay, perfect. He was like, this is just a fucking TV show. And what you do is beyond this. So just don't stop, you know, use this for all the good it has in it, but don't stop and don't let it affect you or change who you are as a person or an artist. And I thought that was just really cool for him. You know, he didn't have to do that. Didn't have to do that at all to just make sure we all know just despite what everybody's telling you, stick to your guns, stay true to who you are. Isn't that interesting? Everybody always thinks they know where they can give advice. And it's like, I mean, even Adam Levine, who seems to be untouchable and, you know, can do no, you know, no wrong as a celebrity. And as I'm sure we've seen, you know, over the last year or two, like even he has his down times and his struggles oh, yeah. and his trials and tribulations. Yep. And, you know, nobody's safe from, from bullshit. You know, it can happen. To no. Anybody. Yeah, it really can. And you have to just keep yeah. on going. Um, and, and, you know, you have to remember, you know, when you enter a business like this, yeah, you know, you want a private life, but you, you have to remember that like a lot of the shit you do can come and bite you in the ass. Be aware, you know, try to think of there are people watching you all the time, you know, absolutely. No, don't be shit. (laughs) No, no, that's a good point. And this business is so small. Like you really have to be extra care. First off, you should be a good person anyway, but out of just necessity or willingness to survive, like you just really have to be good to everybody. Not. And that's in any business. That's in any business. Yeah. Cause you Every- never know, like you could meet just a random person. You could meet a random person at a gig and end up on their podcast. But I mean, or you could meet a stagehand that ends up being like a huge manager later. You, you don't know, you know, what somebody's path is going to be. So you have to be kind to the smallest of, you know, people up to the, the big wigs, you know, cause you, you don't know anybody's path. You don't know who's going to blow up and be the next huge thing. Yeah. And, you know, people get competitive and that's the one thing I don't love about. That was my one thing about the voices. They tried to get me to kind of trash talk one of the other artists and I said, <laughs> Ain't going to be me. Nope. I got all the time in the world and y'all are paying for the hotel room. And that's, that's the mentality that I don't like because I feel like my successes are your successes and your successes are mine. You know, if, if we, we are friendly and we are colleagues and working in this industry, because if I do well and there's something that I can get you on to play with me or do something with me, I'm calling you, you know, and it, it only helps us both out. I just, I like more of that teamwork makes dream work mentality, you know? No, you're good egg, Carrie. That's, that's, that's really, that's very admirable and and beautiful. Um, What did you learn from any of the other people? You said they keep them on a tight leash, but did you get a chance to really talk to anybody else? Um, I probably talk the most otherwise to Shakira. And let me tell you that Lord have mercy. That is a beautiful woman, like just naturally beautiful and she, you could ch- just tell she's a really kind heart. And that's, you know, her her advice, too, was just stick to your guns and keep doing the same thing you're doing. Um, let's see our uh, 
They have your a celebrity. Um, I don't know what you would call it, like a secondary coach that they bring in, like a surprise guest. And ours was Aloe Black. Um, and he had some interesting takes on things, you know, about as far as technically singing, like making sure you, when you sing, like even if it's a cover like you see on those shows, try to make it your own and think about, you know, the meaning and the emotion behind it. Even if you're not singing one of your own songs, try to commit to it the way you would your own songs. Interesting. Wow. Well, you don't see that on TV. That's something definitely behind the scenes. No, no they, don't, they don't show it all. <laughs> what else didn't they show that that was surprising to you? Um, I think it just looks like such a quick process. And if you even make it to the blind audition, you are out there living out of a hotel for about two months, like just shy of two months. And like, you know, you see everybody walk up with the families and then they talk in the camera and then they turn a corner and they walk through a hall and then they, they had the jitters and all that stuff. Those are filmed in like five different locations on five different days over like two months. So they literally do your hair, makeup, pull the same wardrobe for you. It's like deja vu all over again. It's, I guess, to make sure they get enough footage and the right shots. They, it's just, it is not as seamless as it looks. That's it is really just interesting. over so many different days. And it, I had no idea. So going into it, I, it, it threw me for a loop because I just thought it would, I mean, I guess they were going to give us some vocal coaching and put us through like psychiatric evaluations and all that stuff. I had no idea that we would be filming all that stuff separately. Hmm. You must have felt like an amazing star during that process, which you are. Sure. sure. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was, cool. Cool. It was different. different. We had a lot of downtime to get to, get to know, know all the other people. people. Um, but, but it was it a was crazy, crazy experience. experience. Thinking about maybe that, that, that's how it is when, when I guess the closest thing I've gotten to like a filming a movie or TV show, like it's, mm-hmm. it's different. What was something that if you're allowed to, if you can't, that's okay. But what's something that surprised you in like, maybe not the best way. Like you were like, Oh, I didn't think it was like that. Or I wish that would have been different. And you're not trash talking. We're just talking about your opinion. No, no, no. Um, I think what I was most surprised about is, um, how led the interviews are like produced um, yeah by the producers they're produced um, yeah they yeah i mean it, it it they would say okay i'm gonna ask you a question repeat the question with your answer and mm-hmm. you do that and then if you, you don't get the answer they want they're like could you rephrase that with more of this vibe and you they basically tell you almost exactly what to say. I mean, they definitely push a storyline, which I get. It's TV. It makes sense. Um, but that was surprising. I didn't realize it was that that led, I guess, so to speak. No, I can totally see that. That's how it is with all of the TV that I do. It's that way. Some professional wrestling, it's like that. Not all. Um, when I did mine, a little bit was here's an idea and a guideline. And then a lot of it back in those days, you can do what you wanted to do. And these days it's all completely produced. And so is all oh, yeah. the reality TV. And, mm-hmm. and that's how it is. Let's talk about you though. Um, 
moving after afterwards. So how far did you make it? You said you got to the battle. I made it into the battles and I wound up going home in the battles. Uh, I think we did an Ed Sheeran song. So uh, my battle was against Sam Beheimer and she's definitely kind of, that was her wheelhouse for sure. But I was proud of my performance. I still am to this day. I still think I kicked ass on that one. Too. <laughs> so um, I don't have any regrets as far as my performance or anything like that. Um, when you didn't get picked, though, when you didn't get picked, and I've been in that situation, and any beauty pageant queen has been in that situation, or people that were runners up, you know the cameras on you when they call you, like whether you're going to mm-hmm. win or you're going to not win. Like what goes through your head to fake yourself out in case you didn't win, so that you don't look like a big douchebag. That's always my big thing. Is like, how do I not look like a douchebag? I never, yeah. looked, I never want to look like weak. Or like, I'm not happy for the other person? Or what did you tell yourself in your head? Like, what was going through your mind at that moment in time? Keep smile, suck it up and keep smiling, sister. Like, it, it, that, that's it. That's, that's about, uh, suck it up, don't cry, keep smiling. Did you want to cry? Because sometimes I have. Did you want to cry? I did. I mean, because it, it like, <laughs> it's kind of like being sucker punched in I was a way, just say, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, it, it just is. Cause they 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 do so such a good job of kind of building you up before everything. So it is. It's it, it feels like you just got sucker punched for sure. But um yeah it's just just a whole lot of I I am not gonna be like one of the poor girls in the band going home on the bachelor. I'm gonna suck it up and smile. <laughs> And then, when the cameras are off, then the mascara can run. <laughs> did you go home? Did you go back to your hotel room and cry? I don't think it really hit me till I got home. Honestly, I don't think it, it really got me till I got home. And I'm just gonna be honest. And, and this is um, the probably the the really the worst part of the whole experience was afterwards. Because they don't, they do cut everything. So with my blonde audition, um, Shakira, everybody turned around. Shakira was super into it. Usher was super into it. I wound up sitting in three of the chairs. But Blake just didn't really say much. He just kind of sat over there. He maybe said one thing to me and didn't say much else. Adam rolled around on the stage and came and like begged me to be on his team because he wanted to work with me and build me up as an artist. Of course, they don't show all that on TV. So then it airs. And do you know the backlash I got as a country music artist for not picking Blake? I got death threats. I got some of the nastiest messages, the nastiest pictures, like horrible, horrible stuff. And I think when it started airing and that stuff, that's when, like, that's what really hurt me because I was not, I'm a pretty strong girl, I think, but that was tough. That threw me for a loop. Because I, I didn't wish, see that coming. I wish yeah. I could have been your friend then, and we could have just sat and laughed at these jerk offs. That's just that's just like people are so there's so, it's, it's like crazy. so heinous that it's just to me it's like funny. Yeah, and that's, no, that that was a good 
good learning experience for sure. And that's, you know, anytime anybody asks, like, especially younger artists, they're like, oh, you know, we want to do the show. I'm like, here's my good advice. You know, here's the bad part. Be ready to experience some of the nastiest people. And they just, they think that it's okay for them to not only give you their opinions, but like, just try to knock you down as far as they can. Yeah. That's you know, funny, funny, funny stuff. Like to me now, looking at yeah. that, like I, I got one today that was so hateful that I'm going to have to respond because it's just so good. I'm just going to say, I love you, bro, because it's so bad and oh, yeah. so, so heinous and so mean. And it's just like, who does this? Like, how unhappy are you with your life Seriously. that you even comment publicly on somebody else's I, just, I don't have, like, you, you need to get a hobby because, like, there are not enough hours in the day. I don't have time to keep up with my own shit. Let alone, like, go harass somebody else about something completely mundane, you know? That's and it'll, you get some of the craziest, if you don't respond to certain people in, like, the first 30 seconds. Yeah. Then they're like, oh, you, you entitled bitch. I'm like, well, we're not friends. So sometimes it gets sent to another folder. Like, you don't have to go off, pop off like that, you know? People are absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. You're handling it really, really well. You have a new EP that's coming out. Let's. What's the name of the EP, if we're allowed to know it yet? Um, That's still kind of being decided, but um, first single is uh, going to be called Heaven's Band Application. And story behind that is I had a really dear friend that used to come see me play in Ocean Springs a lot. And um, he came one night. We had a little talk about, a little heart-to-heart talk about some stuff. And I guess, long story short, two days later, he wasn't with us anymore. You know, when something like that happens, you you just start to really question life and why, why, you know, why stuff like that happens. And I guess your mortality and all that. And that's kind of, I guess, writing that song was my therapy you know, that's as, as a songwriter. I know you know that. That's sometimes writing songs is 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 our way of getting things off of our chest. You know, um. So it was kind of my therapy to write it, and it's it's um just about how things change as you get older. Like when the phone rings, there's a certain line of demarcation, or it's a cloudy line, but it goes from phone calls from people hey, let's go grab a beer all the time to every so often there's a phone call that's like, hey, did you hear what happened and so-and-so? And it's kind of like about that and thinking about where you're going and hoping hoping that there's a spot for me in the band up in heaven, you know? Aww. Yeah, that's, really, that's beautiful. I can't wait to... And then the other song, did you write the one about the boobs and the balls and all that? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I wrote all the songs on, on the EP. EP. And yeah, balls is definitely all mine. Wrote that one right by my lonesome. So. I can't. <laughs> that was another. That. that was another therapy song. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to hearing this. I can't wait. Come back on and plug it some more when it's done. No, that's I would really love cool. To. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send you a little sneak peek. I, I can't. Yeah, I can't wait. That sounds really legit. Like I'm. I'm super stoked. What can we do to support you? We can follow at the ticker at the bottom. We can look yep. at 
Give follow her a follow. All, all the socials, all the all the good stuff. Follow, like, um, keep an eye out for that first single to drop and pre-save and stream, listen, buy, all that good stuff. Um, wearing this soon, we'll have some new merch. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, had a, had a new logo drawn up for the new EP release and everything. And um, some mutual friends of ours actually surprised me and had a shirt made for me and some of them surprised me in a show. Terry and Taylor and Jim and a bunch of that, really? that whole crew. Yeah. I, I That was another time I, I know I was super awkward because I tried to wait till I got in the car before I ugly cried because they wanted to take pictures. But when you finally, that's the other thing. That's, that's why how you and your band, your dynamic struck me. Because when you finally find a good group of friends and colleagues, it just, man, it makes a whole world of difference in everything. You know, people that really support you in your dream makes a huge difference. Terry talks about you, like, all the time. Like, just all the time. He's and a good dude. And he talks about you all the time, too. Jeez. He said, ask her what it's like being a mom and being in this business. Like, how is it really tough? Is it really hard? Do you find the time? Do you not it's- find the time? It's uh, it's tough sometimes to, to juggle it and balance it. But, I mean, in a lot of ways when they're little, being a musician is a great thing. And it's a great career to have when you're a mom because I have most days at home with them. And but daddy gets home and then mama can go be a rock star at night, you know. So, in a lot of ways, it, it just works. And, and I think part of it is just having that willpower to want to do it you know i love it so i i want to make it work i love it girl we just can't thank you enough for coming on here telling your story talking about the voice talking about where you're headed now follow her see when she's got shows in your area are you in the mississippi area quite a bit or do you travel a lot i travel a little bit and we'll be traveling some more releasing this ep so i can't wait please please let me know when it's out so I can buy oh, my wow. copy and we can check it out and I'll promote it and share it and I thank I'm you very excited for you girl very very excited thank your you. merch looks beautiful we gotta get you back down in this neck of the woods too that would be really really cool and it'd be real neat if we could do a couple songs together somewhere yes I would love that I would too so maybe if you're even performing I come sing a couple with you or vice versa that would be come amazing on. anytime uh, Anytime you want to write some ball busting songs, you're. I would. I would really love that. I would really love that. That's a. That would be a delight. That would be a delight. We'll get to it. Get to your business, and we just thank you so much. I always let thank everybody you. know how appreciative we are at Channel Attitude Russo's brand for supporting and checking out all of the content that all of us provide, especially little me bringing on artists and other sports entertainers. We appreciate you. Hope that it helps your work day go a little faster, flow a little easier. And we remind you to always stay safe out there, but be free and always stay golden. Let me clap at the end. Let me see your paws. Yay. That's it. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Carrie. Thank you. What's up, everyone? It's Goldie Impact Wrestling, TLC's Cheapskates, Ted Nugent's Running Wild from him somewhere in the woods, and maybe you've seen our band, Goldilocks Band. We're out there. We're on tour. 
but now we're connecting on Cameo. So I want to tell you that I'm here to be your humble servant. And that's whatever you need said for you, for a friend, a shout out, a golden shout out, you name it here and on it. Now, just reminding you, keep it classy, keep it cool and keep it above the belt. But I want to offer you something a little bit, uh, a little bit different. Just remember, if I'm not on the road and I've got access to these next beauties, we can always have I want to make this the most amazing experience for you ever because you deserve it. Your friends deserve it. Your loved ones deserve it. And just remember, I can sing you a few lines of a song. It can be from from anywhere. Like, uh, it can be from somewhere over the rainbow. Or it could be near, far, wherever you it could even be on a highway to hell. It can even be from there. Oh, and keep in mind, not all requests are the same. Maybe your motivation comes with a harder edge. Maybe you need a more jagged little pill. There's nothing that I love more than playing the heel. So if you need your message delivered with more, uh, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Intention? Please specify. Can't wait to connect with you on Cameo. Thanks so much for being here. Stay golden.